So I, in the last like two weeks, I've covered a PE classes at the school where I work, um, like two different grade levels. And there's a big difference between sixth graders and seventh graders. Sure. Um, both are terrible in PE, at least. Because PE classes were like all the bad kids get dumped. Doesn't everyone have to take PE? No. Oh, I would. I, we had to take PE until ninth grade in every grade. Oh, no. You don't have to. It's not required. Weird. There are many, many options. But um, in both classes, I did the same thing. I, like, talked with the normal, like, teacher, the coach that normally runs PE. And it's like, everyone runs around the gym for five minutes, like, laps. Then they walk for five minutes, run and walk, like, a couple circuits of that. And then we play what's called sprout ball, which is my personal favorite. It's like dodgeball, but it's everyone against everyone and it's just like all over the gym and there's three balls and if you get out you sit down and if the person who gets you out gets out then you get back up and so it's just continually huh you sprout up yes you could say you sprout up and so it's just continually this cycle of people being in and out um as people get out but with sixth grade what would happen is they would cheat and like not sit down if they got hit and what would happen there is some of the kids would just get really mad. Like everyone would get really mad and they would start cussing and like just making a big deal about it and getting angry and hitting like the wall and stuff. But in seventh grade, what I noticed happened is people would cheat and not sit down and then everyone would just hit them with the balls even more and just like target them. But there was no whining. And so I don't know. Why did you not use your whistle? I'd be like, I saw that you're out. Because they're punks and they won't listen. If you have a whistle, they will. They won't. Kids do you have days, a whistle? I do. Did you try? I guess not, but I also didn't care that much. But Cameron. the seventh grade, they've got it figured out. It's like if they cheat, just make their lives miserable. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Disappointed in you on several of them. I'm, I'm sorry. First, you didn't use your whistle. What's the point of even being a PE teacher? I don't know because I'm not a PE teacher. But what's the point of LARPing as a PE teacher? <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Just some what, PE LARPing. Which actually brings me to my second disappointment. Why did you not teach them how to LARP with boffer weapons? Well, first you have to have the boffer weapons on hand. But do you not have art classes? Do you not cover those? No, I've never covered an art class. Cover the art class, have them make the boffer weapons... Take the buffer weapons to PE class. Teach them to LARP. Yes. Magic missile. Magic missile. I want to cast magic missile. Here, have a dodgeball. That's your magic I bet most of them pick human fighter, man. It's not going to be hard. Because they're all boring. More more than likely, you're going to have to go action surge, action surge, action surge. The magic missile. Mm -hmm. That's Um, true. Second attack. And that will be a really good workout for the arms. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like you wasted this opportunity to revolutionize. Revolutionize PE as we know it. Yeah, just just entirely. Mr. Liner, why do all these seventh graders have strange bruises? Don't worry about it. Everyone had a good time. Uh, have you seen a plus two broad, broadsword? It's going to leave a mark. So. <laughs> Camera cuts back to someone getting whacked in the head and me just saying, that's going to leave a mark. I did jump in to start playing sprout ball though and the first ball i threw i pegged a kid in the face so that's gonna leave a mark 
Did you say magic missile? No, I wasn't thinking about it. I did a fun spin move, though, where I made them think that I wasn't going to throw the ball at them, and I was turning this way with the ball out like I was just doing a sweep, and then I just, no look, wha-bam, threw it at them, and hit them in the face. Mr. Weiner left my face. He was just a seventh grade boy. He was fine. They're resilient. Mr. Feeney could never. He could never. Mr. Turner might. And would. Eli, definitely. You did a great job covering PE, even though I'm disappointed. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Brought to you by Weight Watchers. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. Or as we're known today, Jumbo Cameron and Jumbo Chance. It's true. Um, we're the we're the Jumbo Boys Club. Jumbros. Uh, when when Jack got sexy, he left us. Mm-hmm. We hate his guts. We hate him. Um. Yeah. How are you? Good. Tired. It's Monday. It is. We're recording this on Gar- Garfield was onto something. Um, maybe the worst Monday. It's possible. It was a bad Monday. It was a bad Monday. Uh, but here we are, uh, bringing you all the all the joy of season seven. All the heartache. Um, just all of all of the things. But before we get into that, um, how are you, Chance? You, I'm other than it being Monday. You know, I, we took last week off, um, so we're back. Yes, yes. We we kind of took our holiday break. Um, and we'll do I, it again. I actually think, like talking about Monday is kind of just indicative of my being right now. Your business, business boy. Uh, yeah, just I am, I am, I am a living embodiment of a Monday. That's how I. Oh and no! Like, that sounds really sad. Yeah, it kind of is. That is sad. I'm sorry to hear that. I was telling my wife that, like, pretty much what was getting me through it was knowing that I had like a fun soda. Oh, uh huh. What is it? Uh, it was the new uh, purple game fuel Mountain Dew thingy. Oh yes, and how was it? Uh, it was pretty good. It tasted like it said like a fruit punch flavored soda. Uh huh. It tasted like a little too much, just like carbonated fruit punch. Yeah, um, I can see that. So it wasn't my favorite. I really liked the Voodoo this year. Um, it was a cherry Airhead flavor. Mm-hmm. And the subtle crispness of it was very nice. Um, and I like the cherry citrus game fuel that they've got. It's good, too. But this new Mystic Punch, I think it's called. Oh, my. Um, it's okay. It's 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 okay. But okay. I, you know me. I like to experiment. I like to try new things. You do. Um, so looking forward to it. But then I told her, but I have none for tomorrow. Only sadness. Oh, no. Only sadness in the void. Business void. The business void. The worst void. Um, yeah. Well. That's how I am. I feel like I'm staring into the void. That's very cheery. <laughs> well, it's Monday. Well, I can't drink soda, so I don't have that to look forward to. You have nothing to live for. Well, it's just the corn syrup is apparently bad for gout. Mm. But 
I can drink like Coke Zero, which is all right. But have you ever been to it's this place called Swig? Mm-hmm. Which, when you think about it, just seems very silly that like soda and pop are like a super sugar drink anyway. And it's like, let's put syrup in soda. Yeah, but that's really, that's Sonic's fault. That is true. They did it. The swing seems to do it better. Well, yeah. Well, actually, I think Sonic just got worse. That's probably true. Sonic's gone down the tubes. I still like Sonic, but that's neither here nor there. Their drinks Uh, aren't as good as they once were. No. And I can't drink most of them anyway. So, double whammy for me. But no, it it was like good. Um, had a Coke Zero with coconut cream and pineapple. That sounds delicious. Coke Zero is my is my go to as well. It's nice. Um, it's, it's pretty good. It's way better than Diet Coke. Yes, it's much better than Diet Coke. Um, I mean, I know Diet Coke has its fans, but it's really an acquired taste for real. And I never acquired it. Um, but yeah, I my normal is. I mean, I don't mind drinking full sugar either but my normal when i go to like a sonic is a uh cherry lime coke zero oh yum like a cherry lime made by coke zero that sounds delicious um i'm on the hunt uh maybe this should have been our cold open but i'm on the hunt uh because cranberry sprite has been seen out in the wild and it is that time of year i need it uh the cranberry seven up used to be like one of the best sodas ever and now it's just not it's not there anymore. That's a real shame. Um, at least I haven't seen it in a long time. So I'm on the hunt for that cranberry sprite. Yeah, you should be. So, um, but yeah, that's that's how I am. Good to know. That's how chance is. I'm doing all right. Good. Just kind of in that between Thanksgiving and Christmas time of school, um, where it's you know it's just I've heard it described and I would agree as like the last lap of Mario Kart when the music gets really fast. Mm-hmm. And everything feels very intense. Um, that's kind of what it feels like. And everyone, every student, just kind of not there for it. Yeah, I get it. I can't I say it. I blame them, but also it's like you have to be here. I have to be here. Um, can't we just have a good time? Yeah. And you can maybe learn a little something. You know. You no, know what you and your students have that you could very well not have. What? Hope. Hope. Yes. It's work, like work a job. You'll have no hope left. That's true. I, we do We do have some hope. It could be worse. Um, it's like, I know John Adams and the Alien and Sedition Act sounds really boring, but it's actually really important. Yeah. Because major oversteps of, um, of uh, executive branch power. Yeah. And you, just, you really got to know these things because we're seeing a lot of oversteps of all sorts of uh, political power these days. That's true. You know, and uh, you know, you just got to know your rights and you got to know what the government can't do. They're going to do it anyway. That's the thing. They're going to do it anyway. Or maybe you should know only the things that the government can and call them out on. That's true. But they got to know that too. Got to know the things. But they just want to talk about Fortnite. Is Fortnite still the one? It is. It really is. I, I Didn't it die or something? No. They had like some big bang event and Fortnite is gone now. That was a long time ago. No, I think this was a more recent thing. Because I think it's all Lego now. Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Never Truly. been a Fortniter. 
I just, I, I think I saw it on a TikTok. I typed in State of the Union. That's not what I meant to type in. <laughs> That's soon, though. <laughs> I need to check on Fortnite. Type in State of the What's Union. State of the Union. That's all we have left. What is the current State of the Union? Not great. Not great. Pretty mid. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite had a big bang and is now three game a lego building Fortnite. i'm not sure what the other one and then the regular version it goes on about the lego one for a long time maybe the other ones haven't been announced yet maybe i'm not sure but what if during the upcoming state of the union address joe biden just stands up and he's like meh it's pretty mid (laughs) and then just sits down it's true i'm here for it uh, Mr. Mr. Santos is out there spilling all sorts of tea. That's kind of fun. There is tea to be spilled. Might as well. Um, well, this is all riveting stuff. But I know our audience is really here for because um, they stuck with us through these dark times. But we're not here to talk about the dark times and the lack of hope and the state of the union or even the state of Fortnite. The real thing that drives us through and carries us home. That we bask in the warmth of the hearts and hearth of Fortnite. How dare you? How dare I what? Take a, a, a line from the greatest movie of all time and apply it to Fortnite. You know, I'm, mostly, I'm mostly making fun of you. According to this, Fortnite just added Peter Griffin. I saw that, actually. He's all buff. He's a buff Peter Griffin? Uh-huh. Oh, my. They're also adding Solid Snake. So, you know, makes sense. This is all very strange, and I don't understand it. I mean, eventually, I mean, there's a point of, like, diminishing returns of characters you can put in Fortnite that make sense to be in there. Yeah, Goku was the last one. Like, Goku, Naruto, uh, Spider-Man. But eventually, you start, like, running out of characters. And so you're like, who can we put in? Uh, Peter Griffin. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The only one that makes sense is Chance and Cameron from Boy Meets World Fever. Yeah, I mean, Boy Meets World in Fortnite. It's just a matter of time because they're running out. They're running out. But if you could, like, drop in as Mr. Feeney and just start wasting fools at Tilted Towers, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? That gets me in the game. That gets you in the game. It's all Fortnite. It may surprise you, but we know nothing about Fortnite. But we're going to change Fortnite that right here because you listen to us play. Is Tony Danza in the cast of Who's the Boss? What? The next the next characters coming to Fortnite is Tony Danza in the cast of Who's the Boss? No, it's Big Boss Bowser. It's both. It's a boss. It's all about boss. You got Big Boss, Bowser, yeah. Who's the Boss. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know nothing about Fortnite. I was I was having fun and I was yes ending and then you just did that so good good comedy chance. Well, I was trying to think of anything else I could say about Fortnite and I just I got nothing. That's the point of yes ending is literally anything. I I mean, the other day I was like, man, I've been reading a lot of X Men comics lately. I need to get into Marvel Snap uh, and they announced like a Hellfire Gala event, which I always think those covers are fun, even though I've not read one yet. Uh-huh. And I like opened the thing and the tutorial started and I was like, I don't want to go through this. 
and I got rid of it. <laughs> you're just in a you're in a funk. You're in a dark no, place right now. This was before my dark place. Oh, it was pre dark place. I just who has time for all these things? Not me. I mean, I've just played a butt ton of Persona Five Royal, so I don't know if I can say. Uh, <clears throat> I did get Tales of Arise on sale. Oh, me! I got that one earlier this year, and I'm looking forward to playing that one. I got it on. I got it for free. Well, I got it for twenty. Well, my price was lower than your price. Yours was. It's true. Did you get it for trade-ins? It was a buy one get one free. Oh. Of all these games, and I got Octopath Traveler two at like twenty dollars off, and then Tales of Arise was free. Sounds like we got it for the same price because you've just no. paid twenty dollars for two games. But I paid forty dollars for a sixty dollar game, and then I got a free game. Mm. I got the Enhanced Dragon Dogma One Edition for four seventy nine. I've had that for a long time. The enhanced one, I think. And I got it for four seventy nine. I didn't get it for that price. <sighs> Man. Well, we can just... I don't know what we can do. But yeah, the, the chance is in a dark place, and we're going to just continue to dig that hole <laughs> as we get into this episode of Boy Meets World. She's having my baby back ribs. Chance, can you give us a synopsis? You know, Taylor Swift... I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, yeah. I can give you a synop. Um, can you? Jack is weird. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. And everyone is weird with him. And this gets Topanga self-conscious, like, why am I not weird? So she starts to think she's fat. Eric tells her she's fat. But then because of how she's acting, Sean thinks Topanga's pregnant. And Corey confronts Eric about it. And Eric is weird, but different weird than Sean, Angela, and Rachel. And this confirms to Corey that she's pregnant and hilarity maybe ensues. There's some there's some brushes with hilarity. Yeah. There's maybe some adjacent hilarity. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I will tell you this. The thing I laughed at hardest in this episode is something I've never noticed in it before. Oh boy, I can't wait to get there. Yes, it's near the end. Okay. The thing I laughed the hardest at was when Amy called Feeney a coward and he just says, damn straight. Yes, I think he left. That was very funny. Mr. Feeney uh, MVP. Um, I think I enjoyed this episode. Um, though, weirdly, I don't know maybe what I enjoyed about it. I think that's a fair assessment because I, coming into this episode, was not looking forward to it. I was like, this is going to be bad. Like, it's the one where Topanga thinks she's fat and everyone thinks she's pregnant. Like, that's bad. And it's not going to be handled well. And I don't think it was. No. I don't think this is like, this is the paragon of talking about um, bodies of how we ought to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's really not. And the whole comedic premise is based on a really, really crummy thing. Yeah. Of the if a woman gains weight, she must be pregnant. Yeah. Um, and also nobody talks to each other about anything. Yeah. To well, maybe they talk to each other a lot. They just not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, but it was better than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. I know that a lot of people who are listening to this now, if if there are any, actually, um, 
a lot of people who are listening to this now are like, oh, Chansey Cameron, I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about the social things about how the show's treating fat people. I actually don't care. Like, in a world where heavyweights exists, like... And I love heavyweights. Yeah, but it's a it's very exploitative humor. It it, it really is. Um, Funny, though. In a world where heavyweights exist, I don't necessarily care. Um, as a guy who's been heavy his whole life, um, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I think there is a discussion to be had there. I think that there is um, an interesting uh, an interesting case study you can make of this episode, um, especially with things like um, apparently at the time Topang or uh, Danielle Fischel and uh, Eric uh, Wilfredell. Thank you. Good job. Were, we're actually having quite a bit of actual anxiety about their weight. Um, so there's like a kind of a weird aspect of like writing their lives and their insecurities into an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that there is all of that you can do. I don't think that we can add anything to that conversation. Yeah. Cause I feel like those are conversations that have already been had. Yeah. In many ways. Um, it is really crummy because the, um, Forgetting her name. She's Dorothy on Golden Girls. Is it B. Arthur? Sure, yeah. I think it's B. Arthur. But because in Golden Girls, you know, everybody had their like thing that they got made fun of for, right? Like Betty White's character, Rose, was really dumb. And mm-hmm. so she got made fun of. And Blanche was like really like sexually open. You could say. Um, I wouldn't, but you could. Yeah, um, I, so I was saying like, that's what the show would have. The show did say that, yes. Um, but the, so, like, she—that was her thing that she got made fun of. And um, Estelle was like, you know, mean and grumpy. But the thing that Dorothy always got like made fun of about was her looks and her height. And so she got talked. She talked about how that's really difficult when those other things are things that are like written into the script that aren't real. Mm-hmm. But these things are like actual insecurities that she has. And they're like played for laughs. Mm-hmm. And so there's like just that element to it of just like, yeah, maybe this isn't the best thing to do. Um, but I don't feel like there's a good way like comedically to approach, you know, just bodied existence in that way. Yeah. I, I just don't think it exists. And I'm not just like, so that excuses it and we can do whatever. Because um, there's certainly been far worse um, ways that it's been handled. Um, and the show isn't like, hi, you're fat. That's funny. Like, I it's a little like that. Maybe with Eric, not so much with Topanga. Maybe her putting on Corey's pants is kind of funny, but yeah, yeah. I, I was more thinking, yes, but Eric for sure. But it's like, I'm thinking of Frasier, where, um, did you ever watch Frasier? No, I'm forgetting the character's name, but she's like the main love interest for Niles. Um, but in real life, the actress was pregnant. And so they thought, well, a good way we can write this into the show is we just make her get fat. And she just gets, like, really fat and has to go away to, like, fat camp, essentially, to become not fat. Which is really just her going and having a baby. And it's like, this is really gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is real bad. So there's worse ways to do it than this show does. Right. But I don't know if there's a good way. No. No, I don't suppose there is. And... I don't know. The way this sh- this episode opens, 
is such a cartoon. Like, it's such a weird cartoon that, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody's acting like a normal person. No. No one sits there on a couch with someone who's like, I have 6% body fat, look at my abs, and is just like, oh, yes, tell me more. <laughs> exactly. And um, I want to hate Jack because he's so annoying, but then he gets Topanga a DVD player, and that seems very nice and thoughtful. It's true. Though, <clears throat> I feel like this is the Jack everyone remembers. Uh-huh. Like, and like, this is just not Jack. <laughs> yeah, this has not been him up to this point. Maybe it is after this point. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, we're we're so near the end. I don't. Jack has like one more thing to do in the entire season. Uh-huh. You mean to Eric? Yeah, that doesn't. He doesn't come up smelling like a rose after that one. But it's almost like in their mass hallucination in the last episode where Jack saw that he becomes like a rich prick. Um, he's like, okay, you know, that doesn't sound so bad, actually. Mm-hmm. And just kind of goes for it. Yeah, there's been this really weird turn. And it, I can pinpoint exactly when it happens in the show. It happens in the wedding when the uh-huh. girl like pun- pinches his butt. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly, I guess maybe like Matt Lawrence just looks so good in that tux in that episode that like for the rest of the series we have to write about how hot he is. It's like this is a character choice we're making. But like this is not Ben Jack. Like <laughs> I feel like this is the 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 end of the assassination of Jack. He's like we've known Jack for two seasons now as like the guy who just wants to write about dinosaur bones. <laughs> uh-huh. He's just like... Doesn't like conflict. Yeah, he's just a normal, normal dude. Yeah, maybe even a little, like, non-confident. Uh-huh. And then now suddenly he's just like, who wants to look at my abs, everyone? 6% body fat. Yeah. I just don't... Like, I, I will be interested when Pod Meets World kind of gets to these episodes. Uh-huh. And, like, kind of does it the way we have. Because even they've kind of talked about, like, Jack as the the, the good-looking rich prick. And I'm just like, what show was everyone watching? Yeah, because he hasn't been. He's been, like, genuinely a pretty nice guy. Yeah, he's been the guy that's probably a little too nice, doesn't like conflict, not confident in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he knows that he's good with the ladies, but he doesn't revel in it. We haven't seen him have a whole lot of success with the ladies other than Rachel, though. Well, like, with the episode in season five, like, the the unicorn dance girl, and he's uh-huh. like, oh, uh, yeah, we she performed I'm a Little Unicorn for me, and we did dinner and a show. And he's, like, very confident. He's like, I deserve to have this good time with this woman. Yes. I'm a little unicorn. Forgot um, <clears throat> So you get, like, maybe he knows he's kind of a good-looking guy. But, like, this is... What is this? Yeah. It's just a caricature. Yes. And who who's writing the joke? You want to see my abs? Rachel. I've seen him. Are we... Like, is this Rachel's subtle way of saying they, they've done it? Like, <laughs> You know, they lived together. Well, yeah. I, I think we can all assume it. But not in the world of the show, you can't. That is true. We're, we're, we don't need to be... There's no subtlety. And, and like... A subtle brush. 
And like, it's not a joke that the show would do. Like, oh, we banged. <clears throat> oh, I've seen them many, many times. I don't know. It's so weird in a show where like the big heartbreaking prank had to be someone who was more covered than they would be in like many prom dresses. Yes, we saw more of Jack when he lifted up his shirt than we did of Rachel in that picture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we're, we're so prudish that our big sexy photo reveal is a shoulder and knees down. But, but next episode, yeah, I banged Jack. Well, you know, I feel like there's often sort of a, a double standard in that way, right? Where it's like a male body we can prance around. Right. Um, but a female body not in the same way. I And I agree with that. And then there's definitely a double standard at work, but I'm just like, like, who's the audience? Or like, what are these, what are these guidelines, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, is it just because it's like, a veiled joke that like <laughs> that they get away with it yeah i don't know it's it's very cartoonish to me and like tonally especially after the picture to me i'm like this is weird this is weird yeah it is it is a weird vibe for sure <laughs> but i guess we're already kind of into it um because we start there on that couch where they're talking about jack's six percent body fat and abs oh, yeah. and the is just there eating pizza and she's like, why do you care about that? There's pizza. Mm-hmm. Topanga's talking a lot of sense. Yeah. Topanga's talking a lot of sense. She spoke to me where I live. <clears throat> Can you eat pizza? Uh-huh. Just not like pepperoni and sausage. Like the good stuff. I know. I know. It's my burden to bear. <laughs> I miss it, Jan. Anyway, I guess my favorite pizza, pizza topping is ham. Can't have that. If it comes from a pig, I can't have it. This is shameful. It is. You're not wrong. Um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, and then Jack. But Jack is just like, I can't eat junk like that. Do you think I got this way eating junk like that? The answer is you can. It's called moderation. Yes. Taking care of yourself. There was a fitness influencer who, for a month, ate nothing but sandwiches and lost ten pounds. So you know, just this myth of like you can't eat things that may be if you want to appear a certain way and it's not true yeah and at the end of the day do what makes you happy yeah i can afford to lose a few but also like pizza's good yeah pizza's good it's good for your soul yeah um but yeah so and then they start talking about like oh your body's great your body's great your body's (laughs) it's so strange and topanga's like chance your body's great thank you i think so too <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. You your body is also wonderful. Thank you. All of our listeners, not in a weird way, your bodies are great. Yeah. You got a hot bod. You're not if that you it, And you do. Flaunt it. Yeah. Girl, you know you want it. Mm-hmm. Or is it boy, you know you want it? I don't remember. Probably boy, you know you want it. All of us. All of us on, on this whole planet, our bodies are too bootylicious for you, babe. Mm-hmm. Mine is. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm kind of like Sean. I don't feel like I have much of a butt. I am 100% like Sean, and my wife <laughs> constantly teases me that I don't have a butt. <laughs> Just kind of falls off. But we we literally, this is maybe too personal a, a, a peek into my life. Like, it was with my wife, we had the realization, the reason I'm always pulling my pants up and belts don't work for me 
is because I don't have a butt for the belt to catch. I mean, we've had a lengthy discussion about your under-the-shirt suspenders that I don't know if we need to relitigate. Well, I'm just saying, at this time we're just talking about, I don't have a butt. Belts don't work yeah, if you don't have a butt that, or hips. Belt has to function. Has to have yeah. a butt to function. I always I always put a belt on. I was like, this will help. Never did. Never helped. Because I do not have a butt. That's a real shame. You ever thought about implants? I have. All the time. <laughs> butt implants. I need hips too, though. Yeah. Won't lie. You don't got hips. No. Um, Sean, I felt, I felt it in my soul. I hear you. Um, but they're all being weird, and Topanga's just like, y'all are weird. There's pizza. And then Angela has the nerve to say, Topanga, what's wrong? When I just clearly want to say, you three, you three are wrong. This, You're nuts. This conversation. This whole thing just makes no sense. Uh, but they go off, and then Topanga's there looking at the pizza and feeling like, uh, mm-hmm. how do I feel about this? Eric comes in, has to unbutton his pants to sit down. Well, before Eric comes in, we have to establish that Corey does not think that Topanga. Oh, yes. He's just like, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Marriage is wonderful every wonderful day um, that I get to be with her. Uh, we also get the de- debut of a brand new character right here. Oh, yes? Who? Sean's haircut. Oh, is this a new haircut for Sean? I think. <clears throat> does he also have some facial hair? Yeah, it's the it's short hair goatee Sean. That's an important Sean. Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's final form Sean. Uh huh. He's had his mid-season upgrade when he cut the curtained hair the first time, um, but now it's shorter with a goatee. Yeah, he barely cut it before, right? Um, I feel like it was pretty good amount, but this this would be more. And then you have the facial hair too. Yeah, this is this is very short. This is I think this is the first time we've seen the Sean. It's the first time I've noticed it. Um. But yeah, it's so weird that halfway through season seven, I was like, I don't care what you look like anymore. Yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> well, yeah. Just as the writers will do. Apparently, ever since third or fourth season, I don't remember which, they've actually had the exact same hairdresser that uh, her name is Lori. And Sean Topanga, um, I guess Will Ryder, Danielle, uh, Ben, and the girls from... Girl Meets World, all only go to her, even now. Oh, right. Uh, they they had said that one of the times that they actually get to see each other is when they're all waiting for haircuts at Lori's house. That's funny. Um, yeah, and Topanga, I, I don't know why I'm saying that, Danielle, um, talks about on the show quite often how she'll get the idea for a hairstyle um, most often, she calls it a lob, which I still don't know what that is. Like a long bob. Know. A long bob? Yeah. Uh, she, calls, she calls it a lob. And she has to ask Lori, not because she has to, just because she's been doing her hair since she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. She has to ask her, like, can I pull this off? And if Lori says no, the answer is no. No means no when Lori says no. That's good to know. I, we all could use a Lori in our lives. Um, I just think I think that's funny. Uh, an interesting anecdote about Lori, just because I'm already think, there. Yeah, and if you don't listen to Pond Meets World, if you do, you, you've heard this before. But apparently, when she made up Ryder to look like, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Was Boisky? Uh huh. 
What's the first name? Veronica? Veronica was Boisky. Like, she did all, all the hairstyling and everything. And it was a very weird day for Ryder and Lori. Ryder, because he was constantly being told by people all over how good of a looking of a girl he was. Uh-huh. He's like, I just didn't know how to handle it. But for Lori, it was weird because people kept coming up and saying, huh, you did a great job making uh, making Ryder look exactly like you. (laughs) That's very funny. So anyway, there's, you know, if you want to listen to the Lori interview on Pod Meets World, there it is. There's some samples. All right. Just more reasons to go listen to that show to hear more about it. But listen to ours first. Listen to ours first. Um, because we're gonna tell you this beginning is weird. I like this episode, don't get me wrong. I'm not anti this episode. Yeah, it's but fine. This like cartoon setup is weird. But yes, uh Sean and Corey have a conversation just because we have to make it clear Corey does not think Topanga looks pregnant or fat. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty important for the episode. Because like if some of the things that happen later were to happen, and you don't know how Corey feels about Topanga's body, like, he would be pretty unlikable. Yeah, Corey actually looked, seems pretty good in this one. Yeah, he's not my favorite, but he's not a bad He's Corey. not bad if he just, like, talked to Topanga. <sighs> yes, that's the, <laughs> that that's the, the point thing. Was it's one right. of those setups where it's like, if the two, if the characters just talk to each other, the whole thing would be resolved. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not great writing. And that's what this definitely is. I, I just remember like watching this episode when that sh- scene with Corey and Sean was over. My uh, The only thing I can think is the only reason that's in there is to make sure Corey's likable later. <laughs> just really saving him. Yes. Because it, it serves no purpose. No, it doesn't. Except like Corey is attracted to Topanga. Don't worry. Yes. There's, no, there's nothing wrong. Um, but then Eric comes... And tells Topanga that she's fat. And she's like, we need to like go on a diet together, you and I. Yeah, because Eric's put on a few himself. <laughs> she's like, he's like the freshman 15. And she's like, wait, four years of school, which isn't true. Um, it's only been three years of school. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 pounds, so four times 15. That's like 500 pounds. <laughs> Good dumb Eric. You only do theoretical math. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the basic stuff, like four times 15, um, you know, like time. He can't it's, it's beneath him. It is. You know, he's just worried about string theory, probably. String theory. And, you know, I've said it once and I'll say it a million times. In modern algebra, you basically learn that everything you've ever learned about math is a lie. That's why um, modern algebra is stupid. So Eric may just be on that level. Maybe four times 15 at the level he's at does equal 500. We just... We're just too dumb to know. We're just plebeians down here. We're the wrong ones. <laughs> it's me. Hi. I'm the wrong one. It's me. It is. It's you. Um, where were we? Um, but they decide to do this. Topanga goes off and Eric shoves a whole piece of pizza in his mouth. Yes. And the audience seems both revolted and delighted. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the audience. Um, the audience reaction was just kind of like, ooh. <laughs> um it's a very impressive feat. It really is. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I love that I'm here to see this. Watching it with that sort of morbid curiosity of Alan Matthews watching like a contortionist. Yes. 
Oh, did you see that? He just shoved the whole thing in his mouth. He's just he's a fan of the art form. Mm-hmm. He's not a perv. Yeah. And then we cut to um the the new Matthews, not the old Matthews home. The new Matthews home. And Topanga is trying to put pants on. Yeah, she's struggling, very frustrated. Corey tries very poorly to get her to have sex with him. Yes. Um, and he's like, wait, you need your stack of waffles slathered in butter and drowning in syrup. Um, you're just not yourself until you've had that. And then she's just like, oh, I don't feel good. Um, I feel nauseous and can't get into the pants and is very frustrated. She's like, why can't I get into these pants? And he's like, because they're my pants, which doesn't help the situation. No. <laughs> so Topanga storms off and he's like, she took my pants. <laughs> yes. Um, as apparently a- it's his only pair. Yeah, I was about to say, I've gone through many times in my life where I only own one pair of pants, but I don't feel like Corey has. We've established that Corey comes from a land of many pants. He comes from a land of many pants. He could have just worn shorts. He could have. He could have. But he We're probably February, March at this point. It might be chilly, but he could do it. Yeah. Uh, then we get a flip, and Corey is in bed with Sean. His, his true lover. It's true love. Um, and Sean is like, I guess Sean has never had Corey's pancakes before. That seems odd. Yeah, you think that he would really be making those. Apparently Maybe he's good. like perfected that since marriage. Perhaps. Um, but Sean's eating them. He's like, these are good. These are good. Yeah, so light. So fluffy. Um, but they're talking about how Topanga seems to have this problem. And Sean's like, putting the dots together. He's like, what would you say if these two waffles got slathered in butter and made a little baby waffle? And Corey's like, you need seconds. <laughs> I, can, I can pick up the hint you're putting down. He's I like, do no, enjoy uh, Sean's exclamation of, Nunnik! <laughs> he just exclaims, Nunnik! To make us pregnant. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I can't be a father. I have a paper due Friday. Yes. He's just like, if we have a baby, I'm going to resent it, and then we're all going to need therapy, and I just can't afford that. That's <laughs> true. It's true. So, But they settle. Um, Corey just needs to talk to Topanga. So he goes Well, to he looks to Sean and says, give me a pants. <laughs> Underpants. Give me a pants. Um, so they, they set off. Um, Topanga's with Eric. They're struggling with their diet. Mm-hmm. Because it's been 12 hours, and she's like, I smell Danish. Someone has Danish in this coffee shop. Yes. How could that be? How could there be Danish here? Where they also apparently serve pizza. Um, I realized two things in this scene. One, uh-huh. Corey and Sean are a great pairing. Makes uh-huh. sense. Two, we were robbed with, with fewer Danielle and Will scenes, because they're great together. They are really great together. I like this. Yeah, this is a great pairing. It's entertaining to watch. Yes, we need more. We needed more. It's too late now. It's too late. We, we had like, I mean, all the times that Topanga and Eric interacted are what? Like the one where Topanga has a crush on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Year's on the train. Yeah, there's not a lot. Big Daddy Rocks and um, proposing at the wedding planning. Uh-huh. Is that it? That might be it. There's not very much. No. Just a real, real cry and shame. Um, but they're great here. Or Zapanga's like, we need to have willpower. And like, we'll like get through this. And then they just kind of 
act in this way that makes it seem like Topanga might be pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's confiding in Eric for some reason. And they're they're keeping it a secret from everybody because dieting is embarrassing. Uh-huh. It's not. I mean, in the 90s, it kind of was. Yes, but I'm just telling everyone right now, it's not. It's not, no. But, like, we always had Slim Fast in our fridge in the 90s. And, like, I was always like, no one better find out we have Slim Fast. No one needs to know that we're trying to get slim or the speed at which we're doing it. Um, does Slim Fast work? If it works, can it come back? I want to do something. I mean, there's lots of the that type of thing. The sort of like a meal replacement shape. I want Slim Fast. But see, here's the... All it is, is it's just lowering your amount of calories that you're intaking. Which is all that proper weight loss and actual weight loss is. It's true. High protein, low calories. Yes. Your calories out have to be greater than your calories in. And yeah, protein is good for building muscle, and building muscle is great for uh, weight loss. I hate it. It's not so bad. No, I hate SlimFast's new branding. Oh, dumb. It's so, so like modern weight room. Well, also, I feel like SlimFast is like, you remember the Special K diet? Not really. It was just like, the Special K diet is you eat Special K cereal for breakfast and for dinner. It's like, so this is a special diet where you just eat the food that we make only. Yes, that's true. And that's kind of how Slim Fast feels, too. It's like, eat this thing that only we sell and you'll lose weight. Um, uh, special K is very high in fiber. Fiber's good. Fiber's a good thing. It's true. Um, what, but then what Corey's talking to Eric. Yes. And it's, like, pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Where it's like, they're, they're both... Well, Eric does know what's going on, but he's talking in such a way that feeds into Corey's uncertainty about, about what's going on. Yes. Um, Although I feel like Corey should have stopped when when Eric said, you did this tour with your waffles and butter. And thought, can you explain that analogy? Yeah. I... Hold on. Because it's like, he wasn't there when they had that conversation about the waffles, making yeah. another waffle. Um, so how would he know? Um, or when he's like, this has happened to me several times. Since high school. <laughs> and dad thinks it's funny. Which tracks. Because Alan sucks. <laughs> because Alan is the worst. <laughs> but there, there were points in here where Corey could have just been like. Hold, wait, what? <laughs> but I kind of feel like he does do that. with a, It's having me on and off since high school. Um, I feel like he kind of does do that. <laughs> but <laughs> the waffles and butter thing. He's like, wait. wait is run, that, run that back. <laughs> What parts? What parts of the waffle? I like a sausage, maybe. What? <laughs> I, I feel like this metaphor is falling apart. <laughs> and then he could have explained, like, it's not a metaphor. Like, you gain weight because you eat a lot of waffles and butter, and then everything's good. It's probably just like the silliness of Eric and Eric saying crazy things that really works against him in this instance. I guess that's true. It's like that's just so. That's so Eric. <laughs> That's a weird re- reference for a dong and semen, but I'll let it go. My, my waffles and butter. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and we're supposed to think it's hilarious that Corey's yelling about his life being over, but we all know that she's not fat, but it seems like to Eric that he is yelling about, like, 
his life is over because his wife is fat. Uh-huh. So Eric like stands up for Topanga. Yeah, in a good way. Uh-huh. She's like, this isn't about you. Yes. Her body's out of control and you're just blah, 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 whatever. And I'm just like, okay, Eric. Yeah. Um, for the record, I didn't think that part was funny. The the Eric part was funny, but... The Corey part? The Corey misunderstanding. Oh, it's so funny that this is actually about fatness. Yeah. it's That's not funny. But, not really. but I, I I appreciate Eric here. Yeah, I do too. Um, but then they both run out of the room. Yes, um, I don't know why Eric. Uh, yeah, say? I guess Eric's probably running for food because the food is the... Uh-huh. He's just like, I need food. He's yeah. just like, Sean, you were right. Um, yeah. And then he runs off and then Angel's like, what, Sean? And so he tells her that Corey's... To, Corey's no, that, that was it, that Corey's Topanga. <laughs> that Corey's Topanga. Gasp. They're the same person. Reversal. Um, that Topanga's just... pregnant. Oh, okay. I was going to a flash joke, but... It spins out of control. As rumors are wont to do. And this is the point where I feel like my wife started watching the episode. Like oh. she watched a little bit of that. And then she watched this this part. Um, and it's just like, Topanga's pregnant. Topanga's having twins. Um, a Canadian billionaire is paying Corey and Topanga $50,000 for their baby. And the guy's just like, that's wild. Who's Corey and Topanga? <laughs> And yeah. then Corey comes to his parents. And this is the part where I feel like Sarah laughed. <laughs> oh, like it's going that. to be difficult to raise a 14-year-old Chinese boy in your college dorm room. <laughs> Do uh, you even speak Mandarin? <laughs> she knows the answer to that. What? That, but anyway. Yeah, it's funny. It'd be weird. It'd better if they weren't in Philadelphia. <laughs> this isn't like a small town of 6,000 people. <laughs> Yeah, how does how does every how does the produce lady know? <laughs> and it's just telling people. It's just so like, oh, everyone knows. This but at the same time, the guy's like, "Who's Corey and Topanga?" Yeah, and and this is Philadelphia. Yeah, it's a big it's a big town. <laughs> Last I heard, it's been a while since I've been, but, but I heard anyway, it's pretty pretty it's big. Still, it's still a funny joke, but I'm just like, this is this is a a bit of a strap. Yeah, the set it kind of falls apart. Once when you, you think, think about, about it. it. But you're not supposed to think about it. That's the point. That is the point. Um, but Corey's like, no, we're not doing that. Um, we're having a baby. Like, Topanga's pregnant. And then Feeney's like, well, you all need to talk about this as a family. And he tra- like goes to leave, and Amy calls him a coward. And he's just like, damn straight. <laughs> he does. He, he pull up, does a swear. Uh-huh. It's great. Um. Yeah, and then... I don't know what the writers of the show have against Alan. I yeah, they just really don't. They don't like him. I, you know, I know like the Ray Romano thing was around this time too. Like, I don't know, men are dopes. And home improvement. Home improvement. But like, what did it add to the scene? And you never got your figure back. It's like he's done talking. That was the other part I was talking with my wife afterwards. And she that's the thing she took the most issue with was just how easily Amy brushed that off. <laughs> yeah. She was like, the correct response would be, what the <laughs> like, yeah, you would have you would have slapped somebody. <laughs> Someone would be dead. I know. I, when that happened, I was just like, what just happened? Like, why did that just happen? This whimsical situational comedy just turned into a, a crime uh, episode. But, but yeah, the 
<clears throat> he's berating Corey and um and then they like have a discussion and everyone gets calmer. Uh well first Eric comes in. Oh, that's right. And here's the other situation where it could have all been clearly explained. He comes in and he's like, You didn't bre- breastfeed me as a baby. And then Alan's like, Eric, we're talking. He's like, You didn't either. <laughs> Formula fed kids are fat and breastfed kids are baby. Or, or what? Our baby. It's <laughs> a baby. I can't talk. Corey is well, to a baby. Breastfed kids are baby. Um, he's like very upset. And he tells Corey to like quiet, you skinny breastfed kid. Were you frozen? Or were you no, just I was being baby? Okay. I was like, oh no. Um, that was very, very good. Um my visual gag for our audio. Uh-huh. They loved it. The audience at home loved it. Um <laughs> Yeah, he yells that, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? And he says, well, at first I thought it was my fault. I I thought maybe, you know, glands or metabolism, but then I thought, I'm not racist, so it must be you. Yeah, you're the problem. And then they shoot him out the door, and he leaves. Well, he hears the ice cream truck. Oh, yes, that's right. And he says, Mr. Softy. So he goes to get that, but if he just had a little more willpower, as Topanga was wanting him to have, he could have said, and they're like, Topanga's having a baby. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. Who can't be dieting with me if she's going to have a baby. Yeah. But I guess this interruption calms everyone down. They have a rational discussion. And suddenly the parents who won't help you get a place to live or teach you how. Are yes, like, they're just like, we'll help you with this baby. Well, yeah, they said, we're here for anything you need. And I'm like. No, why would he believe that? <laughs> a baby changes everything, Chance. I guess so. They're going to be Meemaw and Peepaw. Again, I get not doing it for them. But they, yeah, they could have been in, in any help. Would have been something. I just don't know why Corey would be like, oh, like you helped with. Yeah. Like you guys have been real helps thus far. <laughs> Gee, thanks for the help. <laughs> He's just like. Yes, and now I need to go talk to the person I love the most, Sean. Yeah, well, his parents, yeah, his parents say, go talk to the person that you love. Ah, that would be Sean. And so then he is, and he's like, Sean, it's like all confirmed, but I need to, and now I need to do what's right. And he's like, you need to talk to Topanga and let her know. He's like, no, that's why you'll never get far in life. You don't that's why you'll never anything. amount to anything. That's right. Never amount to anything. That's just classic Corey. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> we you'll are exposing this. What the hell? Uh, That's why you'll never amount to anything. <laughs> classic Corey. And Sean just internalizes that. He's just like, Corey's right. <laughs> but yes, and then Sean says, um, oh, you're going to talk to her and tell her you know and that you love her? He's like, nope, I'm going to throw the world's biggest unplanned baby shower. And oh, he's just like, I'm, I'm going to be gone. I'm, I'm going to be in Cleveland. That's smart. That's smart of him. <laughs> it is. We later see he doesn't go to Cleveland. He doesn't, but he should have. He really should have. Um, but yeah, so then we get Angela and Topanga. And Angela's telling her how much she's glowing and how beautiful she is. And she's just like, really? Like, you can... Like, everyone's been telling me that. Like, you can really tell. Like, it's just been a few days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been dieting. She's like, you shouldn't be dieting if you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it all all comes out. Yeah. She's like, I'm not pregnant. I'm 
dying. What are you talking about? And then she, like, I don't know why she doesn't, like, wait for Angela to answer. She, like, runs off. She goes in, and Angela's like, well, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe she was, like, hurt. Like, Angela hurt her feelings, I guess. Because, like, she thought she was losing weight, but Angela thinks she's gaining baby weight. Uh Uh-huh. But I did, I remember being like, why did you just run off? She's like, bye. Uh, Angela's not like, hold on, this is about to be very confusing and terrible. (laughs) Well, Angela's taking, I kind of get Angela. She's like in shock. Uh Uh-huh. And she's just along for the ride. Yeah. Which I also get. (laughs) But like, why Topanga is just like, why do you think I'm pregnant? And then like turns around and (laughs) pops the other way. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the hurt feelings angle. That makes the most sense. <clears throat> but she goes in, and everyone, I mean, the whole cast plus a ten thousand strangers we've never seen before <laughs> and never will see again. No, are they just like surprise? You're having a baby. We already know. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, uh, hold on. And she's trying to be like, no, hold on, hold on. And everyone's like congratulating her and. Beanie gives her flowers and she gets the baby clothes. She's just like, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Jack gives her a DVD player, (laughs) which was the height of technology at this Uh point. I mean, this was, this was early year 2000. Mm -hmm. It was just like, it was, it was pretty, pretty sweet stuff. It was the thing. It is boy, uh, boy world. The reason that Blu-ray run ran, uh, one out over, uh, HD DVD? No, that was Blu-ray. Oh, ever, uh... There was a thing it went out over. I don't remember what it was. Maybe. Because VHS was Betamax. I mean, LaserDisc was kind of a thing around this time. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was LaserDisc was the the thing. LaserDisc. But everyone knew LaserDisc was going to be just so much more expensive. Everyone, Chance? I don't even know what LaserDisc is or what the difference is. Yeah. Okay. You don't know what a LaserDisc is? I guess not. There were... Let me show you one. They were almost like giant floppy disks. Mm -hmm. Um, They were were huge. They were the size of like a medium pizza. Um, And you shoved them into the player and then you pulled down. Mm -hmm. The the disc would come... Out? the, the, The disc would like go into the player... Um, oh, okay. Interesting. They're basically like huge DVDs. Even these ones that I'm looking at are a little more modern than the ones I remember. But yeah, it it, it was a type of DVD. Um, it was a type of DV, like the DVD esque storage. I think it was mm-hmm. called like DIVC or something like that. Who knows? But then I remember it was Blu-ray and HD DVD. Mm-hmm. Like the two when we were in college, and Blu-ray won that one. Not for very long. No, I mean it's who? I mean, because then digital just came in, and yeah. And as someone who worked, um, worked like video store retail, like Blu-ray never became the total replacement for DVD. Yeah, it's still there. That well, everyone expected like once the format is decided, like. Everything follows suit. Everything follows suit, but we outsold. We sold more DVDs than Blu-rays every single year up into 2016 when we closed. <laughs> closed. Mm, perhaps. But Topanga is very excited for this DVD player. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then to top it all off, we see Nana Boo Boo for the first time. She's not dead. Well, we knew she wasn't dead. We knew she wasn't dead, but she's been hanging on to life. Yes. So she could have a grandchild. And she's very young. Yeah, she doesn't look that old. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, she gives a check to Corey and Topanga for $75,000. And yes. it's a big check. It's a huge check. And it's the thing I laughed at probably the most in this episode was this check. Because it has Nana Boo Boo written on it so many times. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. It signed Nana Boo Boo. <laughs> Up in the corner where like the return address would be. It just says Nana Boo Boo. It says Nana Boo Boo. There's a Nana Boo Boo logo on. This Nana Boo Boo check is hilarious to me. <laughs> Prop comedy. Prop comedy is where it's at. Carrot Top was onto something. Maybe it's Nana Boo Boo comedy. Nana Boo Boo check. Um, yeah, but she gives him a check for $75,000. The crowd goes wild. Which, just have a baby. You just have a baby get seventy five thousand dollars. That is that does come up where she's just like, Topanga, you're not pregnant. She's like, I'll get pregnant. <laughs> we know how to do that. Yeah, but she wants it for the for the DVD the, player. <laughs> um, but then Corey gives this speech about like love and how amazing it is and how like he always loved her and always will, and this is just more to love, and she knows uh-huh, that she is up. And this is where I didn't like this part because the episode then suddenly almost makes it seems like there's something wrong with the fact that Topanga's not pregnant. Really? I didn't get that. It kind of felt that way when she's just like, there's no baby in there. Well, I think like once Corey realized like there was a life that he was going to be the father of, uh-huh. he like it he actually got excited about it. And I think that may have been a more interesting thing to explore than where we end up going. But I think he's like legitimately kind of like, Oh, I just lost something. I just learned I had. Uh I think he's kind of feeling a little bit lost, which I could, I could see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't get that. They made it wrong that she's not pregnant, but I, I do think, I think they played a letdown. Well, and I would have liked to have seen it go there and like, oh, Corey, was this important to you? Like, let's talk. Oh, yeah, Eric and I were dieting. No big deal. Uh-huh. But we spend the rest of the episode like with a body, really not a body positivity uh, thing, like a Daniel Fisher uh-huh. is hot no matter who else is hot around her message. Uh-huh. Which is important. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like, no matter what you look like, we'd love you. Or, like, maybe don't think about such superficial things. It's like, nah, Danielle, you got you got yeah, it. You got, a, you got curves. You got a bod. <laughs> Eric is like, you're not hot. You're not fat. You're hot. I just told you you were fat, so you'd give me your pizza. And probably the, the weirdest <laughs> part of the whole episode. Well, his brother-in-law calling Topanga hot. But, um... <laughs> I don't think I could refer to my sister-in-law as hot. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be weird. Um, but the weirdest part, Topanga, you're the most stunningly beautiful person I've ever met. Really? It's why I married you. Oh, <laughs> Just. It, it's just the strangest, like, it's the weirdest wrap-up. I didn't hate it. It was funny. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was just like... <laughs> This is this is nothing. Yeah, it was really nothing. The like 
I really, I put down my, my phone, which is what I watched on. And I was like, so the moral of the story is Topanga's hot. I mean, they're not wrong. So <laughs> I, I mean, they're not, but what do you... <laughs> What okay. are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> you just I guess if they would have tried to shoehorn in a message about you're beautiful no matter what or anything, may not have gotten it, it could have landed. <laughs> yes. I. You know, they could have done a thing where uh, this is this would have been a bad thing to do, I think. But where, like, Topanga's like, you think I'm beautiful? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, but I've gained a few pounds. Oh, I don't think you're beautiful because of the way you look. I think you're beautiful because of who you are. Or some crap that's not real like that. You don't know you're beautiful. <laughs> Baby, you're not in my world like nobody is. Um, her eyes, her eyes. The stars look like they're not shining. <laughs> it's true. That, that video also is, girl, you're amazing because you're so hot. <laughs> you are conventionally attractive. <laughs> But yeah, and and then you know they have their big talk about it. they accept her because she's hot, and then Nana Boo Boo comes and says, "No baby, no baby." Then no check. <laughs> Give me the check. Uh, what's interesting about this episode is if you time it out, it can really only be about like six months or so until Riley is like at least conceived. So this is where the seed of the idea is planted. Yeah, it's just so interesting that they do this big episode, and you know, if you take Girl Meets World as part of the as part I of the mean, show, who knows what other time hijinks they get up to? That's true. That's also true. But she's she's twelve in um, she's twelve in twenty thirteen when the show starts. So yeah, it had to be had to be soon. Yeah, uh, and you got to think nine months pregnant. If it is March. She has to get pregnant not long after this. Yeah. Girl Meets World does does even worse job with time than Boy Meets World does. Because there's also an episode that's like a flashback episode to like not Riley and them's grandparents, which would be like Amy and Alan, but like their great grandparents. But it's like during the 60s. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, one, that's not Rue McClanahan. Um, and two, the time here does not work out at all. Well, I thought they said that the one that looked like Riley was Topanga's. Grandma. That's true, because there are two sides of the family. But this, the time doesn't work. No, probably not. It's impossible. Nothing makes sense. Nothing about that makes sense. No. But I, I know we are not a Girl Meets World podcast. Nor will we ever be. Um, I'm still holding out that we will watch the Boy Meets World Connected episodes with Alden and Tanya. We'll see. We shall see. Um, but it is interesting to think, like, they made such a big stink about this episode and the, the pregnancy scare. And if you continue the timeline, like, it has to actually happen within, like, three or four months. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then at the end, Corey and Topanga have, like, a talk in their room about mm-hmm. whatever. And that's about- it. About everything that happened to a wrap up. Uh-huh. Apparently, they have sex under the covers, which is weird. And that's the uh, well, you can't see it. You can't show anything. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, we're gonna have sex. Let's cover up each other entirely. Uh huh. That was weird. <laughs> Maybe that's a thing they're into. Sean was in that bed. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's funny because Sarah pointed that out too. Just like under the covers, <laughs> where God can't see your shame. <laughs> um, and so that is that episode. So now we have the hard work of rating it. I'm typing the name down. This name is terrible. While you do that, uh, in our other podcast, um, so go listen to that, uh, Henshin Fever, I uh, ate uh, freeze-dried Skittles, uh, and they had a wonderful crunch. Um, Go to that. But on this podcast, I will, while Cameron is working, give you the crunch of a freeze-dried peach ring. Oh, boy, I can't wait. That looks delicious and huge. Donut, right? Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, my goodness. That's some ASMR. That's a satisfying crunch. That's real good. That sounds good. Um, I'm ready now. All right, I'll stop eating freeze-dried peach rings. Yes, please, because you're making me jealous. Um. All right, so I. Th- it's hard for me to rate this. I think I'm going to give it like a six and a half. Okay. Okay, it wasn't that hard for me to rate this. <laughs> it's hard for me it's to actually rate pretty it. easy. <laughs> it's hard for me to rate this. Three. <laughs> That's not what I'm giving it. Um, it's one of those rare times where I'm more positive than Cameron. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven point five. Ooh, a seven point five. I thought it was a. I thought it was a solid C. That means it's an average of a seven, which makes it very easy. That math is easy to do. Um, who I should our MVP be? I think Topanga. You know, she deserves it. She yeah. really carried the episode. She's likable in the entire episode. Weirdly enough, a, a lot of people are probably thinking Eric. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't hate that pick. I didn't find Eric super funny. I thought his talk with Corey was very funny. Um, I really did not like him in the party. We didn't talk about him at all because he was just annoying. He was annoying. Oh, yes. I like you, Jumbo Jack. Um, he was just kind of that loud early 2000s male character. Yeah, he was just kind of heckling. Um, I normally loved Samaric hijinks, um, but I did not love it in this episode. I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like, oh, this is. I it. thought you said Sumeric hijinks, like yeah. as in Sumeria. Yeah. Like ancient Sumeria. <laughs> yes, Cameron, I'm aware of what Sumeria is. Thinking. Just making sure we're all on the same page. Because then I was like, wait, no, that's Syria. Um, Syria is the modern country. I, I am a member of the Anunnaki. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but I was like, you love Sumeric hijinks? <laughs> I love me some Sumeric hijinks. No, I love some Eric hijinks, but I just didn't find it funny. I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of like, oh, Eric's here being weird. Okay. Yeah, Eric's in this one. Oh, we need to come up with a name. Boy meats, waffles, smothered in butter. And syrup, yes. Yeah. I love it. Waffles smothered in butter, drowned in syrup. Butter, drowning in syrup. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I need it. This is our longest title name thus far, which makes sense because this is also, no, because there's no such thing as a sure thing was a longer title. Um, But Boy Meets Waffles Smothered in Butter, Drowning in Syrup Mm -hmm. is the name of this one. And I'm hungry, but I'm also sleepy. Um, But we did it. We did it. We reached the part of the show where we are congratulatory towards one another for completing another episode of this fun activity we choose to do. Hey, 
How many people can say that they have completed this many episodes of Boy Meets World on a podcast? A few. Yeah, I know four. I can think of like six. Six? Alden and Tanya. Uh-huh. Jess, Jess and Sarah. And the Feeny Call. I assume there's two people on that one. Yeah. I don't know the Feeny Call. Did they finish? They did. Okay. Dang it. We're going to be the fourth one to finish. I thought we were going to be the third. <sighs> so lame. Alden and Tanya, though, good friends of ours. They're the first. First ones. They're the they're the Neil Armstrong of Boy Meets World podcasts. It's true. Uh, Siege and TC started season seven just today. Look at them. Yeah, I, we're, uh, we're we're we got stuff brewing with Siege and TC and Alden and Tanya. So stay tuned. It's brewing. It's always brewing. Never doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think though, I don't. There's no one's really been reaching out about things we've been in sort of a weird space yeah i mean i think we're doing the podcast for us now and that's okay we are it's, I don't know it's always problem. been for us yeah i mean pod meets world we knew was gonna kill it stopping for the rider strike killed it there was a lot but you know i think we'll bring a lot of people back for the final tournament yeah I'm, i mean i'm having fun i'm glad I'm to be fun. back i'm glad to be back too there's really just a handful of episodes left it's true. This was like episode 17. And I think there's only 22, and one of those is a two-parter. It's like 18, 19, 20, 21. No, we have four. Yeah, four left. Four or five, something like that. Well, because we're doing uh, 22 and 21 together. Yes, but I mean 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, that is. We got that four math. Your math is right. Yeah. I, I'm on like that advanced math. <laughs> you're in modern algebra. Yeah. Oh, um, modern algebra, actually. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah. I only know that because I said at the end of last episode, this is the home stretch. We only got five left. Yeah. This is the home stretch. We only got four left. That's true. I need so, to get in touch with Mike. Yep. You need to get in touch with Mike. We've got to get in touch with a lot of people. I can't wait. Um, we've got, we've got a final, a final tournament. Plan. Yes. But just as a programming note, as we're heading into the holiday season, I doubt we'll be like every week. Right. Um, there will be some gaps, but you know we're human. I mean, I'm working all holiday, so most Fridays and Saturdays I should be good. But I know you probably won't be. Yeah, I got I got festivities to do. You do. We don't have a festivity with our college friend. No, but we don't need to talk about that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's called subtweeting. <laughs> it was. It's direct subtweeting. Subcasting. Except. <laughs> Except I would do it to their face. <laughs> that's true. Um, but that's but all I've got. I think that's all that I've got also. <laughs> so from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever, so long, world. So long, world.